Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about what to do when you've made communication mistakes with your teen. Let's listen in. Mark, uh, we're going to talk about communication mistakes today. We're eminently qualified. You and <laughs> yeah. I have never made a mistake. Oh, in never, never so. at all. But let me ask you the question, Wayne. Uh-oh. You know, in your parenting skills, do you mean to tell you all the things that you're doing right? <laughs> I mean, most people go yada yeah. yada yada. Okay, right. I get it. Yeah. You know, I want to be told the things that I'm doing wrong and how I could do it better. You want to learn from our That's mistakes. That's right. Yeah. I I want to make a a profound impact on the life of my child more than what I'm doing now. So if what I'm doing now is based upon all the good things I'm doing for me to do something more, I've got to learn that there's other ways that I can change some things to engage with my child differently, to communicate something different. And if parents are sitting out there, well, we communicate fine. Let me challenge your thinking. I don't think anybody is communicating at a level they need to with their kids. You can always communicate better, and you can always communicate more. And any parent who's honest has to admit that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because we're held by those time constraints. We're busy. We're going crazy trying to keep up with everything, and our kids get neglected at times. Mark, a moment ago, I thought you were going to nail me on the mistakes that I made (laughs) as a parent, and I was beginning to sweat just a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's tough hearing where you're doing something wrong. nobody likes that. and, And my encouragement to families, all the time is, how can we do this better? I mean, there's got to be a way to engage differently with our kids. I mean, every one of us knows that kids are in a tough, tough position in this world. And we've got to be there to speak the truth to them as they kind of wade through these turbulent waters. They're going through a tough time, a lot tougher time than what we're going through. Put yourself in their shoes. Well, absolutely. And and so if that's, if that's true, that they're going through a tough time and they are not communicating the way they used to communicate, then I've got to, as a parent, come up with new ways to engage with my child, to learn how to perhaps do it a little bit different, but also to do it more at a time that they need is the most. What we're really talking about is building a relationship with your team. Well, you've got to have that relationship. You know, there was a report that came out yesterday from the Pew Research Center, and it said that they found that 54% of kids were daily texters, which is up from 38% three years ago. Yeah, it'll be 80% shortly. Oh, it it? will. I think every kid will be doing that. And And it says this, and it is now far outpacing actually talking to each other which rest at a measly 33%. So what this means is kids are are texting more than they're having face-to-face communication. And and let me tell you, I mean, whenever I text somebody, there's a limit to what I can say. Mm-hmm. And it's just one-sided. I say it, they say it. I say it, they say it. There's no real discussion. No, there's no relationship It's, it's there. a transfer of information. When they get on Facebook, it is a transfer of information and an expression of opinions. And I'll remind people that that Scripture says a fool delights in sharing their own opinion. (laughs) I mean, and so if that's all you're doing is sharing an opinion and having a transfer of information, the face-to-face relationship gets lost. And that is where you communicate the warmth of a relationship, character building, 
an encouragement, um, somebody that wraps your arms around a child and says, you know, I love you and I care for you and I want good things for you. That is a part of a relationship that I think is so important for kids. I really think that as the world's culture moves further away from those relationships with kids, we're going to see more and more problems. Kids don't feel like they have to come to us anymore. Why, they can get on YouTube, they can get on the internet, they can Google just about anything and find answers. They can go anywhere else to find all the information that they want. What they want from us and what they need from us is a personal relationship. We have to be more than a virtual parent to them. And we have to set an atmosphere. We have to create that uh, that opportunity. We do. You know, it, it, it may not be the deepest conversation you've ever had with your teen right off the bat. Right, But right. you've got, you got to start somewhere. Right, and, and look, and this is what I do. I mean, I live with kids. I mean, I've got 50 of them there. And this is what I do. And I tell parents this all the time. So parents, if you're sitting out there writing something down, this is the the biggest thing that I tell parents to do in every seminar, in book, in, in every retreat that I lead across this country. Find time once a week that you can get with your child and sit down. One-on-one. Just one-on-one, not two-on-one, not where it's ganging up. You mean mom and you know? dad together with the teen? Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I would let dad do it with a daughter, dad with a son, mom with a daughter, mom with a son, just one-on-one time where a child doesn't feel like they're being overwhelmed by rules and and consequences and all those other things, mm-hmm. just one-on-one. And I've got to tell you, it's the thing that I encourage people to do the most, and it is the most neglected advice that I give out to people. Because we're so busy. Well, we're busy, and people think this. Well, I don't have to do that. We've got a great relationship. Uh, we're not having any problems. When a, when a problem comes up, then maybe I'll <clears throat> yeah, think about yeah. doing and that. That's what they do. And I go, well, then just wait because it's coming. And when you want to find out that you don't have communication lines open is not when you're in the middle of a crisis. You want to make sure that those things are up. So you tell a child, you know, I want to get together once a week right, and sit down and have breakfast. Well, I don't want to get out of bed. Well, that's okay. Then I'm going to turn off your cell phones. In other words, this is not optional. Yeah. Yeah. They go, well, that's manipulation. I'd say, well, yeah, you're darn right it is. I mean, that, that's what we're going to do. Well, I don't want to get together, Dad. Well, good. I'm going to I'm gonna take the keys from your car. I'm not going to pay for your car insurance. I'm, you know. Well, you I'm, know how to hurt a guy. Well, I mean, I'm going to turn off electricity, turn off hot water to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, what you're conveying to a child by saying those things is, I want to spend time with you. And it's not time so that I can just share my opinion, so that I can just tell you what I believe about things and transfer everything and have a, another devotional. I mean, I believe in all those things, but you want to have a time where you sit down and you ask questions and just ask questions of your child. Hey, what do you think about this drug thing? I heard, I heard about a kid, you know, that, that committed suicide. I heard that teachers are doing this. I heard this is going on. What do you think about online chatting and bullying? What do you think about this choking game that we hear so much about? What do you think about drug and alcohol use? What about this sexual thing that's going on? Ask questions that dive into their thoughts so that one day, given time, they will come back and ask you a question, and then you have the opportunity then to be invited to speak truth into their life. You're laying groundwork there, well, and, and you have to be intentional about it. You can't just let this happen. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, most parents have the tendency to think that lecture is going to work. Moms keep going over and over and over and saying it constantly, and then dads let it build up and then kind of dump on their kids at a family dinner and say, okay, I've got something I need to tell you. And, and, and if that's the only form of communication, we're missing our kids. 
you have the opportunity to mentor them, to teach them how to communicate. And then across that bridge of, of communication, communicate some very good truths that they need, but they are realizing the need for it, not you realizing all the time. We are going to make mistakes. Absolutely. But if we have this relationship established, if we have that foundation, we can overcome those mistakes, and our teens will forgive us those mistakes. Absolutely. You know, and I and I think there's been a major shift in what we share with our kids, because I think most people are saying now, you need to share your mistakes with your kids. And that's where I would start. I would start with my child and say, hey, I want you to know that I haven't done a good job in communicating with you. I have not been there for you. I've missed your heart. I've ignored some pretty important things in your life, and I don't want that to be that way anymore. And if a child says, well, I don't want you in my life, I would say, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to be in your life, and we just need to spend the time together. And given time, even if a child is resistant to that, given time, they will slowly melt away because they see the the intent of your heart and the desire to have a relationship with them. You love your teen, but lately, you don't recognize them. Your daughter starts talking, acting, and dressing like a total stranger. Your son loses all interest in engaging. You tiptoe around them, trying to get through, but unable to overcome the sudden distance between you. What happened? You're not alone. Situations like this are normal, even in the most wonderful families. Mark Gregston has walked with thousands of families going through difficult times with their teens, and even experienced it firsthand. He's helped them navigate their teens' most difficult years, and he can help you too. In his book, What's Happening to My Teen, Mark shares stories of change, hope, and compassion that will give you insight and wisdom into what's happening in your home and in the heart of your teen. It's not a magic spell to fix everything, but it can give you encouragement and practical advice for the road ahead. You can order What's Happening to My Teen by visiting parentingteenresources.org. If you think you have a perfect relationship with your child in communication, you're wrong. I mean, it's just, it's not there. There's always something more. And what we do is take kids and you, know, you, you kind of pull them away from each other and then you begin to learn what's important. During this time that you may have been separated from your child, um, maybe you're realizing what's important. And if not, we're telling you, you know, and so it's important for you to spend some time, engage. I want to be that person in my child's life that they look to and they may say, you know what? My dad was boring. He was a nerd. He was a jerk. He was terrible. He never told a good joke. He was miserable all the time. But you know what? Whenever we sat down, he had my best interest in mind and he imparted wisdom to me. I mean, that is what I think most dads would want. I think that's what most kids would want from their mother. My mom listened to me, and she heard me, and she valued me. I mean, for kids to say that, then I would say, Mom and Dad, you are moving to perfection in a, in a communicating relationship with your child. So we don't have to come up with great wise things to say all the time in every situation. To I don't think it's wise things to say. I think it's asking the right questions because that probes a child. You're asking for their opinion. And everybody knows when you are ask an opinion, you feel somewhat valued. You're valuing your child.
Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.